Hello and welcome along to the Energy Sport Podcast. I'm joined by Logan Black and Stephen Kenneth once again. I am your host, Aaron Fraser Gents. How are you doing on this fine Wednesday morning? Doing good, Aaron. Thanks. You've had a busy weekend, to say the least. Uh, I was stuck in Berlin for a lot longer than I expected and I only just got back at midday yesterday. And to be quite honest, I am on death's door right now. So the sooner we get this done, the better so I can go home to my bed. Stephen, how are you also doing, mate? Yeah, compared to your situation, I'd say not too bad. Thank you. Aside from living in Dunfermline, after all. You say my life, Logan, I'd be quiet if I was you. Anyway, <laughs> moving on to another action-packed week in the world of sport. The SPFL released the split fixtures for the Cinch Premiership final run-in, and the Edinburgh Derby on the final day not being on TV is attracting its fair share of controversy. We'll be sure to touch on that topic. Also, Celtic have the opportunity to wrap up the title at Tynecastle Park next week, a prospect that I am delighted about, as you can imagine. Hibs have also appealed Jimmy Jago's red card at the weekend at McDermott Park. We're also going to have a quick look at that one too. Also going to hear it from the Hibs manager, Lee Johnson. Manchester City are going to play Arsenal in a match that's surely set to decide the destination of the Premier League title this season in England. And Andy Murray is also back in action in the tennis. And finally, Lowland League side Spartans are in action this Saturday against Brecon City in the Lowland League Pyramid Playoff Final. We're going to touch on that topic as well. So without further ado, let's dive into the split fixtures and the topic of the final day, Edinburgh Derby, not being televised. Stephen, what do you think about that one, mate? I mean, it's just mental, isn't it? How can you have, what, that's the third Edinburgh Derby this season, not being on TV, when you have meaningless games being shown for Celtic and Rangers... I mean, the the league will get wrapped up next week and then the the rest of the games are pointless, barred the old firm after it. I don't see how a game between two rivals, such a big derby, could decide who gets a European place and is not being shown on TV. Logan, obviously you don't support a premiership club, so your opinion on this could be (laughs) somewhat neutral, but what do you think about the situation of the Inma derby not being televised? Um, Well, they've obviously got the contracted rights of Sky Sports for... For the SPFL fixtures to be shown, um, and there's got to be a certain amount of games played at each ground. But I mean, there is a certain advantage for Celtic and Rangers, obviously, for the viewership figures that they do get, um, which are considerably bigger than most of the other teams in in Scotland. But Hibs Hearts is one of the probably the second biggest game of the the calendar season, apart from the old firm. Um, so it definitely should be, should be up there, and it should it generates most of interest from not only Scottish people but people from around the UK as well. It does annoy me when you're seeing on Sky Sports every week games like Colchester United getting broadcast <laughs> from down south when you've got the Edinburgh Derby up here not getting shown on TV. To be fair, at the same time, it's good that the game's not being televised because it means the match-going fans are prioritised, and I do get that, and I understand that opinion. But also, this Edinburgh Derby is huge. It's the final game of the season, for one. It could decide which one of the Edinburgh clubs could get third or fourth, it's massive, it's huge, and like you say, once the league's wrapped up, games involving Celtic and Rangers, aside from when they play each other, for pride, like they don't matter, because, and also the fact that there's no bottom six games at all being televised, uh, that is a joke. Literally, the like, last game of the season, the whoever could be relegated could be decided between Kelly and Ross County, and they decided to not show it for whatever reason, I mean, it's, it's, it blows my mind. The viewership argument only gets you so far. Obviously, it's a very valid point. They've got a contract. It's the deal that Neil Doncaster agreed with Sky Sports. But the fact that there's no relegation 
running getting shown the fact that the end of that was not getting televised it once again just shows that the powers that be at Sky Sports just simply do not care enough about Scottish football Celtic as we said can also wrap up a title at Tynecastle next week so what are you, what's been your thoughts on this campaign from Celtic boys I mean it's been incredible if, you, if you're being honest they're, they're too good that Celtic team's too good to the league it almost gives no other team a chance. I mean, realistically, you're not going into the season as a fan of any team outside Celtic and Rangers thinking you can win the league, but you'd like to think you could at least run it for a little while to see if you could get third place and be as close to them as possible. But, I mean, playing Celtic is just like an impossible task. But, to be fair, what Motherwell did at the weekend. Who exactly? No, I'm not, not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, I think the weekend's result uh, against Motherwell was the first time that Celtic's dropped points at home this season, uh, in, the, in the league certainly, so... Um, well, they can't drop points anywhere else, can they? Champions League. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so but I, the, domestically they've been superb this season, um, and un- unstoppable really, no team's really laid a glove on them apart from that one off day at St Mern, but... Um, yeah, they'll go on to win the league and they'll probably win it by at least 15 points or something like that. They'll break the record, won't they? I think they will. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers' invincible team were formidable. That 6-9 game unbeaten run that was ended by Hearts, I'll have you know. Really but that hearts. team was incredible. That was a Celtic team I always used to fear growing up, but this lot are just in a different league, aren't they? I, I mean, think... You, bear in mind that obviously Rangers aren't great just now, but they have got back to the level you'd expect of them. That Celtic Invincibles team for a while couldn't be challenged by anybody because Rangers were still like so far behind them. But now Rangers can at least compete and this new team are just smashing all the records at the road. I still f- I think that that Invincible team, and see when the team stuck together and for the next season as well, I think that they could have been got at and the defence was there. They were a bit dodgy, whereas this team's just solid. Jimmy Jago's red card, what do you think the appeal's going to be and do you think it highlights the stand of the referees in this country? I'll let Stephen rant about this one. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, I, I don't know how anybody that watches, never mind officiates football, can say that that's a red card. Not even a foul, never mind a red card. The fact that the referee gives it, I can I can almost, like, because see if, if he's at a difficult angle, you never know, the, the player goes down... And he kind of he kind of exaggerates it a bit, so you don't know the severity of it. But a VAR official has looked at that, so that he's not. It doesn't even look like he's touched him. Come on, it looks like he's missed him, and he's won the ball cleanly first. So I don't, I don't really, I don't get it at all. I think the main problem was the similarities to or comparisons to Graham Shinney's red card as well, which won't help his appeal because the appeal didn't go through for Aberdeen. So I think I don't think they'll go through. Here is what Hibs manager Lee Johnson had to say on the situation regarding Jimmy Jago's red card. Yeah, because obviously a frivolous appeal and ends up on an extra game. And I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Like, it was a really poor performance from the official today. Like, like as bad as I've seen. I mean, the game was bad in terms of, like, that wasn't con- the pitch wasn't conducive to any sort of philosophy. It was a battle on a battle at, at best. You know, and I should be coming in feeling quite um, happy that we've got the job done, if you know what I mean, in terms of now we're now competing for a European place, gone up a place in the league, um, and it's a tough place to come. But it's made tougher when there's such poor 
consistency. Andy Murray is in action against Andrea Vavasori. What do you think he's going to be like? Do you think he's going to fare well, especially with his metal hip? I mean, it's it's pretty incredible how he's still going at this point. He's had his fair share of troubles, especially that really long injury, um, and now playing with his with his metal hip. I mean, his match at the Australian Open, um, where he was going on till four a.m. in the morning, it's just like mental for somebody. Of he's obviously keeps himself fit because you've got to at that that level, but that you're dealing with so much and you're still managing to push through it, it's just impressive for me. Manchester City versus Arsenal is basically going to decide the Premier League this season. What's your thoughts on that game, gents? Um, I think obviously being a Man City fan, um, I'd love Man City to to pick up the three points tonight. It is a crucial game, um, as you said. I think Arsenal have to win; it's must win for them. Not so much for Man City, um, but if Arsenal go and get a result at the had tonight, I think that will give them the confidence. To obviously they've had a few poor results recently, um, it will give them the confidence to to try and go and go and clinch it. But Man City will be looking to demolish them. Um, I mean, I. Personally, I think Man City will win it. Either way, don't like. I think they win their game in hand. Um, does that that bring them up to joint with Arsenal if they win their Pretty game? Pretty sure, in hand? yeah. After the result on Friday night, so. and we've seen Man City in recent years, so they can go on incredible winning runs, and they have this season. So I really would not be surprised if they keep going. And finally, low and league side Spartans are in action this Saturday in their pyramid playoff against Brecon City. The Spartans obviously clinched the low and league title last weekend and now enter into the playoffs for a chance to follow their rivals, Edinburgh City, into the SPFL, who did it first, I'll have you know. Thank you. Uh, FC Edinburgh, Aaron? Yes. I'm still not over that. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Spartans have called on Edinburgh City fans, Hearts fans, Hibs fans to get behind them, but I think that's a strange move given that Edinburgh City, FC Edinburgh, sorry, are direct <laughs> rivals of Spartans, despite sharing their ground for a number of years. So I found that tweet very interesting. It'll be uh, intriguing to see just how much of a crowd turns up at Ainsley Park at the weekend. But from all at the Energy Sport Podcast, thank you very much for joining us for this week's show. Logan, Stephen, thank you very much for coming on, boys. I've been your host, Aaron Fraser, and until next time, we will see you for more very soon. Until then, take care and bye for now.